Hello guys, welcome to Run Planet uh, 365 and you know today we're gonna speak about an interesting topic but a few of the things is gonna be about like the, what are like the biggest mistakes that I think that we as runners make or what are some of the biggest mistakes that I've made in my career where I think that looking back and if I had to take like a new myself, new version of me, and what would I do different uh, in order to, to, to eliminate some of the errors? Um, so we're definitely gonna talk about that today. Uh, so the biggest mistakes that we as runners make, okay? And as everything else in life as it goes, I'm gonna be honest with you the biggest mistake that we all make or I have made personally is not being patient enough uh, and that comes to many things not only the training aspect but just in general not being patient enough uh, whether it has to do in training in races sometimes or in anything you know and I don't know like because of the mentality that I grew up playing basketball or the mentality that you know like I was always uh, I like kind of a s sports that were explosive uh, uh, fast uh, quick now and you know show like kind of like like that kind of um, things and you know when I got into running running the long distance running is anything but that you know it's morely about being patient um it's a little bit about less being like showtime so like you know in basketball it's it was fun because you could you, you you play you get tired but you 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 always played on this like you know you got you came out you do your warm-up and you were excited you could do crazy moves play basketball you know score there were so many things happening in the game you know it was just always adrenaline rush and then I went into distance running and it was, you know, like, it, was, it didn't have that adrenaline rush. It was more about be patient, be patient. And I guess all the way even up to this day, I don't, I I'm always had a tough time, you know, being patient. Um, now, of course, somebody like my wife is very patient, you know, and obviously I think it has to do how you grew up and uh, me always just, you know, maybe, maybe men or boys or whatever, they're not more patient in life. But probably could be a true statement and women are more patient and have better endurance um, that's a true statement um, so I guess it's it's one of the things for sure is is the patience in training because you know in long distance running we need to be very patient very you know like it's just it's so important just to be consistent you know like if if I look at so many people that I know, like, and, it, and sometimes even in your own career, all you have to do is just, like, stop running for a month and see which way you're going to go. And my answer to you that is you're going to be heading backwards. Your training is, your fitness is going to deteriorate. Your resting heart rate is going to go up. You're going to become slower. So all of these things, all of these things are going to happen. And... And you know, and you're not going to, and you're not going to be able to be at your best, you know. Uh, so 
always appreciate where your fitness is at currently, you know, and always understand that, hey, if I keep building every week, one by one, you know, putting that brick into your into your uh, running, getting stronger, you know, keep telling yourself these things that, you know, this is how you're going to accomplish, this is how you're going to get better, you're going to get there, and, you know, all it is, just stacking week by week, knowing that, hey, I did that speed, I did that tempo, I did that long run or whatever, and let's do it again next week, and doing it every single week, and that's where we get that consistency, because the body develops uh, consistency, and it develops efficiency at each of those things. That's why when we start training with a lot of my new clients, I actually, you know, not everybody's ready. You know, a lot of people think that, you you know, oh, I, I'm ready. I want to do workouts. I want to do this. Well, not everybody's ready for the workouts. Sometimes you have to do the training just so that you can be ready for the workouts. They call it the training for the training. And then you do training for racing. There's a two different things because if you've not been running much if you haven't been consistent you cannot just um, go and start doing you know these tempo runs and speed workouts that's why I always say yeah you can look what other people are doing yes you can copy you can think but everybody has their own um, start position and everybody has their own fitness where you are what you've done so you can't just be like, you know, just take somebody else's training. You know, you have, you're an individual. And I believe that running is one of those sports where individualism is so important. Everybody's so different and we have different scenarios, different things happening. So it's important that we really, really focus on, um, on those things and, and making sure you know, making sure that you are um, doing everything to get better for for your own good, so that you're not, um, you know, you're not doing somebody else's training. You 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 know what you need to do, and you take time to do it. You know, if I told you that, you know, sometimes you know I took one or two years just to prepare my base or just to prepare my threshold. You know, I took like a third, six or one year where I said, let me let me focus on just half marathoning. And where did that get me? Well, I was able to get my threshold down to, you know, 505 pace because that was the sole focus. OK, so sometimes I'll just go into these uh, into these things that I need to do into the sole focus, which will be, you know, Sometimes it's endurance, sometimes it's speed, and sometimes it's threshold training. And, and I will be focusing on those things for a very long period of time. And, you know, that's what I uh, always want to do. And that's my whole goal when I'm training, you know. And, I'm, and I've, I've learned to be very, very patient. It's gonna take time. It doesn't happen. You're not gonna move your, you know, your t- tempo pace one by one minute in in one month. You know, 
and the better you get the longer it will take you know the patience too so the patience game is always always also translating into races you know like knowing when to be patient knowing that like hey i need to be patient in the first 33 percent of the race i just need to learn that habit i didn't say you need to be slow but i said you need to be patient okay think of it as a takeoff you need to take off in a nice way and then you you then the rest of the race or the flight as i say will be a good one if you hurry up that takeoff the whole ride is gonna be bumpy okay so that's my analogy we don't want to do that so patience in the racing you gotta become better and better at doing that every every week every day you know and if you if you expose yourself in these scenarios in races then you can practice these things because it's much easier to say hey this is what you need to do and go do it but it's much easier to actually you know put your that in a real race scenario and then you go and execute that plan so um let's conclude with the patience um like i said guys you know if you feel like you're one of those people that hasn't been patient all your time that you've started something a habit you finished you didn't finish you or you you don't have the patience then it's something that you need to work on remember when a tree grows it takes 25 or even 50 years it just takes a very long time of you know patience and if you don't have patience you can't be successful in this sport and um, you know that's it so moving on to number two I would guess that I would uh, and this specifically comes to the um, I I think I would race much less than I did in my career and race uh, I wouldn't say I would race not enough but less than I did so I was a type of person that or am still sometimes that I get excited I get the urge to race when I'm not ready sometimes and I just say I'll just do it as a workout whether it's a marathon or something so I just feel like a lot of times that has put me in a place where I didn't want to be I didn't want to be in that in that spot you know like you you want to be able to uh, run well uh, and you want to be able to deliver when it counts the most and I feel like I've always not done that I feel like I've put myself in a position you know to race maybe to fail I guess too many times so uh, I guess one of the ways uh, and I and I don't know if this has to do with anything but it was it true or not during the COVID year remember how everything ended there was no races people had more time to train and I just kind of went into this foundation, you know, kind of like I said, hey, let me just be in good shape. You know, maybe, maybe I, I was doing everything because in case the race pops up, I needed to be ready. So I was doing my, my K repeats on Tuesday. I was doing my tempo run on Friday. You know, I was doing my endurance run on Sunday and I was just stacking weeks. And when there came opportunities, uh, I would have been ready. And then the following year, I, I, you know, I did get some good chances and, and I got like two, two chances to race and both times, you know, I, I, I ran pretty good races 
uh, I'd say both were within PRs and and that year really was something special and and I'm thinking that it was because I didn't race for such a long time that I was really able to get in a good shape in training you know it's like it's one of those things where uh, don't always feel like you have to race or like um, you know even when you get a little bit of shape doesn't mean that you say hey I'm gonna race tomorrow I'm ready to go like always hold back a little bit right but then also I think like the other side of it is like you could race and you could use a lot of the halves or or a lot of the races more as workouts and I was obviously running too many marathons and you know that's a whole different ball game you know the recovery wasn't so well from it the legs were always sore you know I and I did a lot of stupid things but you know you don't have to do these things um, but what I'm suggesting for people now is like you know like find that balance right some people like respond well by racing more and or you know like Jane likes to race more she gets in a better fitness because I feel like she'll not like tra- she trains hard but she never like the way she races, even if it's at marathon effort, she'll not do that in training, you know, she'll just do like 80% in training, but if I put her in a race, you know, she ends up doing like, you know, 95%, and we get a better fitness out of it, and I'm not saying for the marathon, but when she does a lot of half marathons, uh, it really helps her for marathoning, like, because every time she, you know, last year, she did a lot of half. And all of those halves were like right around marathon pace, you know, like it wasn't wasn't really that much faster. She always ran anywhere from 114 to 115, even 116 range. And that's her marathon pace. And and she just practiced, you know, like we, not only you, you, you get to practice, you know, 13 miles at, at marathon pace, because maybe at that time it wasn't even like maybe it was you know more like a half effort so it was really good training you know and she recovers very well from it and so it's 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 you know it's different to recover from a 75 minute race versus where you gotta recover from like um you know two plus hour race um another thing is i don't like uh you know obviously when you run marathons you know you you beat up your body a lot okay uh, but another thing that I don't like personally is not racing a lot as well a lot too because that can bring uncertainty for certain people like and certain people don't want to race actually I have people you know friends and whatever coach I have people that don't even ever want to race and you know like we can't say like it's a bad thing but it's just it is what it is some people don't like to race and and that's fine you don't have to race you know some people like the activity of running they want to be in a good shape that's what they enjoy they don't like to race all the time you know so for me racing is I like racing but again if I could do I would have probably not done so many marathons in that one year that I did I, I I still you know think it was too much. I caught the excitement bug of the marathoning, and I wish I wouldn't have done that. You know, it's an ease. It was a it's a 
it's a tough bug, you know. But I ended up doing a lot of marathons, and I basically ran myself into the ground. And one of the worst marathons, like I said, um, and I, and this will be my next topic. Uh, I would not race, guys. I would not race in a really brutal conditions for a long period of time if I didn't have to, because those are the races that take you out for a very long time. And what I mean by that is, uh, you know, I mean like I ran, I ran a marathon in 2014 in Jamaica, and this is in Caribbean in Negril, and I ran 2:14, oops, oh, sorry, 2:40, not 2:14, <laughs> and I and my best was like 2:20, you know, 2:25 at the time. So that race alone finished me like running in 89 degrees i don't care if it was 5 a.m 6 a.m just brutal humid 87 degrees boring course by the ocean and just just killed me i couldn't it took me a long time to recover from that race all because i wanted to win the bob marley trophy for whatever reason that I decided that I was going to do that. So anyway, that was probably my biggest thing, you know, like not running in hot races un- unless you have to. Like if it's like US trials or whatever trials for somebody or like, you know, uh, unless you're running a championship race, you know, you have to, you're going for gold or you're going for silver or going for placing, you got to race then, you know, it's it's that's what sports is about. But if, if you don't have to, don't because they they really kill your body they take a lot out of you those races because running 26 miles or 42 kilometers in in those conditions is is pure brutality um, for anybody you know at any level uh, so I definitely always tell people that say save your body save it you know make sure that you don't kill your body you only get one marathon body and you can't be affording it to to you know to kill yourself so uh, definitely running in very hot weather for a very long time is a big no-no uh, for me uh, and that's uh, another suggestion so the next guys the next topic is that I want to speak about is so we talked about patience um, we talked about um, not running as more not running as many races as you know sometimes we we do so and then we talked about not running in the hot weather and okay next one is gonna be most important factor um, and this one is I've learned fortunately enough early enough this that I was able to be pretty good but not slowing down on easy days okay and this is something like hear everybody speak and this is something that's just really important you know like you can never build a good base until you understand this concept if you cannot run easy pace with easy heart rate then you are not aerobically well developed yet it's a simple fact now that does not mean that you can't run fast races or that you can't go around and race or that you're not capable of doing things but all that means is that you haven't developed your aerobic foundation which is the key and and 
this is a it was a hard concept for me to grasp or even for my wife to grasp but you know if you cannot be fast at 70 at 75 percent heart rates which is like easy running you know if you cannot be fast or feel easy at those paces then you have a lot of place to push your aerobic capacity from the bottom you gotta improve at easy paces and it's and that comes back to patience right we talked to you guys to coming back to number one patience do you know it took me and i don't want to say exactly but it has taken me at least last 12 years to get to the point where if not 15 you know to get to the point where i can go out and run you know at 140 heart rate and run six flat pace okay or which is for in kilometers would be um, like 343 per k at 75% heart rate and it would still be considered easy now it didn't happen overnight I had to do this for 10 plus years I had to focus if you look at my logs ever and you can you look at some of my training I have it available if you're ever interested on Strava how many times I ran eight-minute pace in my life in those previous years is a lot a lot a lot a lot and for somebody like me that was two to three minutes slower than my race pace for you know for half marathon but I was out there running those miles slow not because I wanted it because I know I needed it and nobody wanted to do it you know like I had sometimes friends that did it with me for some time here and here but nobody was able to do it for as long you know to have that patience for two to three four five years I developed the habit I told myself you know I gotta do this you know it's not gonna be fun but I gotta do it I can run fast I can run slow but but most of the time I have to run easy and I have to run a lot as much as my body will allow and that's what allowed me to develop uh, efficiency at low uh, heart rates and that's what I was able to get you know to the place I am now it didn't happen overnight so when I coach people I say look it's gonna take you know it's gonna take time we we need to get you down you know to this heart rate and it's not always going to be like oh every three four months you're gonna or every three four weeks you're gonna improve and it's gonna take like time because you're gonna go through like summer okay and usually in the summer you're not gonna see that huge progress in the heart rate because of the heat and stuff but then you if you stick with it if you don't give up you you're gonna go through you're gonna go through um, later on through enter the fall and you all of a sudden are going to be like uh, you're all of a sudden are going to be very very um, surprised how fast you can run if you follow these directions so um, to continue on um, the easy days guys you know like really easy days I learned it took me many many years to learn that you know the more easy running you can do the more successful you're going to be in the long run um, it's it's really a straightforward um, aspect and, and 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 i always like to say like this running easy is not always easy 
fact, running easy is hard because it feels like you're not getting anywhere. It feels like you're not getting nothing accomplished. But so many good things are happening when you're running easy. And look, the way I want to explain this is so that it can help a lot of people. If you're, if you go out in your race a 5K, right? I don't know, maybe you run 5Ks, maybe you don't. But if you go out and run a 5K, and, and you and you run at 7.30 pace, for example, in your race, it is very, very important for you to, to learn that your, if your 5K pace is at 7.30 per mile, right, that you should be running a 10-minute pace for 80% of your time in training. And that's two and a half minutes slower. And that's like me being generous. You could even go much slower because, you know, it's like me when I say, when I go my 5K pace and I sometimes go plus three minutes. So if I race at like, I don't know, let's say a race at 4.45 per mile, then you can even go out and run at 7.45 pace quite easy every day on my easy days if I have to. But now, since I've improved in that area, I just try to go, I found that running at 70% of my heart rate is ideal range where, for me, is going to be the best. And not only I'll recover, I'll have a little bit better pace, but just because I've ticked the boxes at that 70% heart rate. So what I'm saying is you could actually run a little bit faster, but as long as those things, the percentage of the heart rate is there, it, that should always be the most important thing, the effort that you're running your easy days at. If your effort, if your heart rate is in the 65 to 70%, and you're running like let's say 930 pace that's okay that is also okay what i don't want is or a lot of people struggle with this is when you run at your easy pace let's say and and and, and you start to creep up at this nine minute pace and you don't have a way to this is for a 730 person for a 5k you don't have a way to really know hey what you know, am I running at 70% of my maximum heart rate or am I actually running much faster? And that's the diligence where you have to figure it out, right? And I always say, well, you know, you, you how does 70% feel? It, at first, I can tell you that it feels really slow. The better you get, the more natural it feels. But at first, it does feel very, very slow okay so what you need to do is you need to make sure that until you don't have your heart rate numbers or you haven't figured it all out to make sure that you're running your a lot of your miles at 10 minute pace okay and it should start feeling better and and if you had your heart rate you'll realize that in two to three months time you're 
you still keep running at 10 minute pace but you'll realize that your heart rate for that 10 minute pace is coming down so if let's say if it before it was like 140 maybe now two three months later you're now running at 10 minute pace but at 135 now what you've done is you've you've increased your efficiency of your heart you've gotten more economical at running and this is what you want to do and yes it takes long time but initially or eventually you know, when you reach that aspect point you are on the right track and you're gonna be a very happy person right because of you know of those things and you're you're gonna be as i said you're gonna be a very happy person because you're gonna be getting better with lower heart rates and that's the step number one that's always a step is to make sure that you lower your heart rate at lower intensities as much as possible uh, that's not gonna be like the only solution but that's the first step once you're capable of reducing your heart rate at lower paces you're going to become more economical, more efficient, more inju- less injury prone, and you're going to be able to do more higher end pace workouts that will take your improvements another step forward. Okay, and that's what I always tell people. I say you want to be able to do those things. You want to be able to accomplish all of those things, and all of those things take time. They are not going to happen overnight. They've never happened overnight. And it's just something that we as humans, we need to do. And it's going to take a long time. But remember, that part where you're seeing nowadays a lot of 30, 40, even 50-year-olds are running very fast is because they've put in the work, because they've run in for many years, you know, and you have to understand that, like, ultimately, we do want you to be able to run a lot of miles, as many as you can possibly handle without being too tired and, you know, getting injured. That's the key. You ultimately need the mileage. There's just no other way unless, you know, you want to cross train and do other things. But the key is you know to be able to run as much as you possibly need and there's no way around that guys you know like but again the more you can do it the better runner you're going to be because that's how you're going to develop the economy that's one of the four things that you know if you guys know that you know vo2 max is threshold and then economy it's one of the important things of of improving and economy improves from the aspects of you know running a lot of mileage doing some faster stuff as well but like that comes from from repetitive stress of doing the same thing over and over and over and becoming very efficient at it okay so remember that is the key guys uh running your easy days easy and and not feeling shame and just you have to see the big picture and if you don't see the picture then I don't know how else you could 
succeed or overcome your things uh, you know if you want your race results in the future to improve you need patience and you need to make sure that you do all of these things that I've talked about in this episode and it will allow you to become a better runner okay so remember easy days easy and you know don't be afraid to go very easy but as long as you're still focusing on good form and there's no breakdown in the form because even I told you guys when I lived in Africa even a lot of Kenyans these are the world-class athletes ran nine pace eight to nine minute pace on their evening jogs you know and there was no shame or anything and that was almost half of their race pace that they run for 5k so if they can do it you can do it it's just uh, you know it's just understanding why you're doing it and once you understand that concept then you can do it um, and it will allow you to stay in you know injury free and it will allow you to accumulate more mileage on your legs which will ha- help you with all other uh, things okay so easy days easy and one more thing lastly you know I would recommend this one is that I've learned that that very important to do core workout or gym work I've learned that over the years that anytime that I take the gym out of the equation or the strength portion of equation of distance running that I suffer or I be, I am not as fast as I could be and that's one of the things that I've learned over time that is very very important guys you know the if, being able to um, you know being able to do a lot of gym work or core work as much as you possibly can st- store additional supplement towards running is going to allow you to become better okay it's gonna allow you to be able to handle more mileage and not get injured uh, be able to stay up in good posture when or in good cadence and good form when you run races especially that core area you know if your core is weak I always just had this quote if your core is weak everything is weak you're only as good as your core and that's a true statement you take the gym part out you take the core out and you now lose the strength and when you lose the strength you lose the speed it's a combination of both of those things guys so please do not do not uh, ignore gym you know as as much as possible it doesn't have to be gym it could be a strength routine at home it just doesn't matter um, you do need to be doing some kind of a routines at home where, where you're able to um, you know improve your your um, glutes your hips your core all of that plays a big role in your form Especially if, if you want to tape yourself in a slow motion or, or, or tape yourself in a normal running form and and then observe like what you need to improve and see like hey what what do you lack as a runner right do you does one of your knees um, maybe one of your knees goes down or, or one of your legs come out maybe one of the aspects is not good right so what you need to do is fix that part you need to fix that part you know and 
by by you know by fixing that part you you're gonna be able to avoid injury and then you can work on that part in a gym like if you know you have weak hamstrings and if you guys know hamstrings are the most important muscles in running then hey weak hamstrings we all have it big nowadays because of our lifestyles of sitting and, and not walking enough and you know standing still too many times these are all problems that we face and that we don't want to face but you know this is all that's happening right now and that we need to do a better job of you know fixing it in the gym you know and or at home but twice a week I'd say if you can do some sort of core exercises twice a week is um, is good I will probably upload some things that I can show you that me and my wife do it um, whether I put it on a YouTube or somewhere I'll update you guys but um, it's something that we should all do and we can all benefit from from doing it um, being strong in a gym having a good core so anyway guys I uh, hope that you enjoyed this episode it was all about basically you know telling you hey patience is the key um, not racing as much if you're one of those people that love to race, um, racing, you know, only when you're fully ready, or if you do race, not race as a work, as, you know, not race uh, at all-out efforts, or you know, not not treated like it's the end of the world if you don't race well. Um, because I do think racing is important aspect as well so I don't want some people need to race more than others so you got to find your balance and once you find your balance you're going to be able to achieve all these things anyway guys uh, thank you for listening to this episode be patient don't race too much uh, do some core work and run your easy days easy and you are you are going to be um on the right track to success um, I don't know how long it will take to achieve your best but you, you know I know that you, you will be one step closer uh, by just following these guidelines that I was able to uh, suggest in this episode and, and it will help you to become better and that's what uh, again that's what the whole goal of this is of these episodes of these podcasts is to get you to the place where it's gonna allow you to be the best version of yourself which in fact will make you a happier person and if you're a happier person you'll be a be you're gonna be a happier individual to be around not only for your family but for everybody else so thank you for listening and uh, until the next episode and remember guys Give me an email, send me a DM on Instagram, uh, make sure, you know, ask anything that you want to hear, any questions, and, you know, I can cover it on my next podcast, and, you know, hopefully you will enjoy these podcasts more when it's questions that you ask, and information that you ask, and then I can give you that information, okay, bye-bye.